Spana Talk Radio. Spana Talk Radio is a volunteer-only, non-profit blog talk radio show that is not endorsed by Spana Caddick. Spana Caddick is not responsible for any of the content or comments made by anyone on the following show. Spana Talk Radio will not be selling or requesting anything in the name of Spana Caddick. This show is a unique opportunity for everyone who supports her to get together on a regular basis to try to catch each other up on everything Stana. Our hope is that this show will be an additional fun place for everyone to participate and enhance our continued support of this amazingly talented woman. Well, hello. <laughs> I've got Bookaboo stuck in my head. <laughs> Welcome back to Stana Talk Radio. Tonight is, let's see, November 22nd, 2016, and this is Cheryl in Kansas. Hello, everybody. This is Mia in Oregon. And Elena from Brooklyn, New York, is um, unable to join us tonight. She's doing uh, family stuff and has a, I think there's like a birthday celebration and so we'll miss her, miss talking to Elena, but um, she will be back, um, well, she'll be back at some point, <laughs> but she just can't be here tonight. So Exactly. So we miss so, you, Elena. Uh, Happy birthday to your mom and your sister. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, lots of celebrating to do. So. so Cheryl and I are holding down the fort. <laughs> <laughs> I just, they updated blog talk. So when I look mm-hmm. at the screen, it looks different, so it's kind of freaking me out here. So if I mess up, I'm sorry, everyone. I'll say that up front. So let's get into yeah. the news real fast. Hold on just a okay. Here we go. Straight from the STR Newsroom, here's your latest news updates. So um, actually, right before we went live on tonight's show, Cheryl and I were discussing um, our end-of-year shows, which we do every year we have um, – well, what are the end of year shows? We do Stana Year in Review. Well, we usually do the um the best of Stana Talk Radio for the year bloopers, things like you know, fun things like mm-hmm. that. First. Uh, last couple of years though we've had episodes of Castle, so this time we don't. So this year we're gonna do something a little different, kinda um mix it up a little bit. Yeah. But we will have those um well, those two shows to look forward to. Um, next month, well, coming up pretty soon, probably. <laughs> next month is like really close, isn't it? I know. <laughs> yeah, I can't even keep up with the time passing by so quickly. I mean, pretty soon it's going to be into 2017. I just can't believe that. But um, oh no, I sat there. Stay tuned, and uh, and yeah, we will be announcing those shows to look forward to, and to wrap up this year. It's been a it's been a big year for Stana and Stana fans. <laughs> really has, really has. I know people um, thought there was a big lull, but, you know, she's got to rest sometime. <laughs> yeah, and travel and, think- and then work on the projects that have been announced and, and all of that. So Exactly. So, and we have a lot of re- um, projects to talk about today. Re- but- I know. Well, let's get going. Let's go. Here we go. Okay. So um, to start off the news, I actually wanted to talk a little bit about our own um, over on our Facebook page, our STR Facebook page. Um, Some of you may have noticed we had a bit of a name change over there. 
Um, and due to some recent changes in Facebook policies, we will be migrating our Facebook profile page to an official page for uh, STR. So um, you can expect that change to take place um, probably starting in the new year. Um, we'll be working on yeah. on um, those uh, kind of making adjustments to that new page over the next few weeks. And then um, once we shift over to that new page, um, you can join us over there and like us so that you can stay up to date with the latest Donna news and with our show. Um, of course, we'll still be announcing when we will be having new shows, and we will be posting uh, the same content that we post now, but it will just look a little bit different. And um, so we hope that all of our Facebook friends will join us over there on our new page. And we'll make sure to post on our existing Facebook profile and, of course, on Twitter um, when we make that shift so that people will know about it <laughs> when it becomes official. And I also noticed, too, I meant to tell you this before the show me, I'm sorry, over on Tumblr, they've slightly changed a few things. And a big shout out to Vanessa for keeping up with those changes. So thanks, Vanessa, for posting new art over there. My favorite thing to do every once in a while is like once a quarter, go over and look at the mm-hmm. archives section of Sonatalk Radio Tumblr. Um, but yeah. thank you, Vanessa. Great job. Yep. Vanessa, all and, the way and, over in France, um, does amazing and work. Thanks, and thanks we are so. Yeah, thanks, Stephanie. Oh, yeah. For, uh, Facebook. Yeah, Stephanie has been keeping up our STR Facebook page for a long time now, <laughs> and she's been doing an amazing job of keeping up on all of the news and Donna's yeah. various social media platform posts and keeping everyone up to date. So we're so grateful for our um, for our team here <laughs> at STR and our. Our um, website will be updated in the first year, too, so look for that as well. We're going to yeah. go to a little different stuff. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Hold on to your seat. <laughs> We've been using WordPress. We might not, you might not see that anymore. <laughs> I know. It'll be interesting to see what changes take I'm excited. place here. Excited. Me, too. Yeah. Super excited. Using InDesign and all those good tools. So, Awesome. So stay tuned for that. And um, other news hot off the press. <laughs> Stana will, let's see, uh, David Daniel from CNN LA tweeted yesterday that Stana will be at Legoland to light their um, Lego, their giant Lego Christmas tree on November 28th. And um, they also announced that Legoland, the park, will be donating $10,000 to CHLA on Stana's behalf. So that is huge news. And um, I think we have some friends. (laughs) (laughs) I think we have some friends in the area who plan to attend the tree lighting event and see Stana and support her and, and of course, um, support Legoland in that very generous um, gift they're making on Stana's behalf um, to Children's I've Hospital Los Angeles. That's so amazing. It's in Carlsbad. So. I, I've been, I used to live door in Oceanside when I was a kid, so huh. um, I know exactly where it is. It's really cool. And I watched yeah, last have... year's lighting ceremony just to see what they do. So that with Oh, did Jenna you? Elfman. Like on YouTube? She did it. Yeah, she did it last year. Oh, cool. And they have a really big production. It's a real media, big media thing. So, nice. Um, Kind of, kind of very excited for her, and I'm 
like you said, I'm, we're thrilled for the donation to CHLA. Yeah, absolutely. I have some friends who live down in uh, in that area, and they um, they recently switched over, and I think they have like annual passes to Legoland now. So I'm going to tell them really? if, they, wow. <laughs> if they happen to be there for that event <laughs> to watch out for Stana <laughs> and take pictures Definitely. for me. No. <laughs> Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> so before getting into, I don't know, I'm kind of going in a weird order in these news things highlights, but um, I think we'll get to all of them. So I'll go back a little bit to do just a couple of reminders. So um, Sister Cities, uh, if you loved Sister Cities as much as we did, make sure to um, head over to Amazon. You can buy um, the film on Amazon for right now it's on sale I think for 4.99 in high def in high definition oh. and then also the uh to, yeah to download it and you know watch it whenever you want and then also the Sister Cities book from Colette Friedman um delves deeper into the story of the four sisters and their relationship with their um mother and that is available um on Kindle on that platform, and um, you can download that on Amazon for $9.99 for the book. So, um, of course, we are very supportive of Sister Cities, of all things Sister Cities. So, Definitely. I got it, but I have not looked at it yet. <laughs> you downloaded the book? Uh-huh. Oh, cool. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, I haven't done that yet. I, I should do that over the, uh, over this holiday season. I'm terrible. <laughs> You're not careful. Oh, I, I will. You're going to get to this other topic, so I'll tell you what I did when that came on. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, and if you hear like weird licking noises, <laughs> your dog. I heard stomach growling. That's your My dog next to me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> if there's like strange uh, background noises. Um, so let's see. Also, oh, were you saying something? I'm sorry. Is it Booth or Bailey? It's both. <laughs> oh. They're both doing like a weird like licking thing and on yeah. <laughs> I should probably move into a different room. Uh <laughs> get some privacy. Um <laughs> speaking of Amazon, um Bookaboo episode of Bookaboo that Stana appeared on is also available on um, Amazon Video, and you can download the episode to um, any like smart device and watch uh, offline whenever you want. So, I've downloaded it on my oh, my dogs. I've downloaded it on my phone, and it's such a cute episode. And of course, if you have um, kids or um, you know family, younger family members you might be visiting over the holiday season, be sure to share that episode with them because. Um, I did. It's so adorable and fantastic, and I think we have a little, maybe we have a clip preview. Yeah, here we go. What bookaboo, please return to the stage. No. I just can't play without a story a day. <laughs> bookaboo, bookaboo. Wow. Hello, Mr. Antonio Brown. Come on in. Woo-hoo. She's got the book about. Here she is. Shall we see what's inside? Yes, let's see. Open it, open it, open it. Oh, 
What's it called, Emily? It's called Harry and Horsey. Wow! Monsters love underpants. Monsters love underpants. Why? They think pants are fantastic. What? Quick, Adam, turn the page. It's embarrassing. A dragon! Oh, oh, save us now. It's getting good here. Really good. (laughs) Amazing. Fantastic. What a brilliant story. What's happening, Bukumu? I've got to get out on stage. I'm supposed to be playing the drums. Invisible by Maureen Fergus and Dushan Petrichich. Oh, brilliant! Let's share it. Okay. <laughs> Gonna be good. <clears throat> if somebody had passed the potatoes the first time Bill yeah. asked for them, the wonderful, terrible thing that happened might never have happened. But nobody did. Really? Please, pass the potatoes, repeated Bill, a little louder this time. And? Nobody even looked at him. How rude. Bill's mother, a busy woman with an important job, was busy discussing something important with his father, an important man with a busy job. And Bill's big brother was reading a favorite textbook. And his little sister was watching world-class juggling on TV. What am I? Invisible? Muttered Bill. Mm-hmm. Pass the potatoes. Yes, please. Eat your potatoes, dear. Said his mother as she checked for messages on her whatchamacallit. What's your tone, mister? Said his father as he answered his thingamajiggy. Ooh. The scientific name for potatoes is Solanum tuberosum. Said his brother. They're considered edible tubers. Oh, said Bill. Well, pass the edible tubers. <laughs> you know, I so have a uh, book. Of, I downloaded that episode uh, that Stana's in to my um, iPad Pro, and I gave it to my youngest little nephew who just just turning just turned one day before yesterday, Aww. and he loved it. I have a picture of him kissing my tablet. <laughs> Oh, how sweet. He's so sweet. And his brother, who's just turned two, uh, Zeke, just was just fascinated by this little dog. So um, if you have little kids, I agree with Mia, you have to show it to them. It's it's adorable. So go down. And Elena's baby boy loved it, too. Nikki. Yeah, I saw. I love that. Yes, that was a great photo, Elena. If you listen to this later, it's really cute of Nikki. Really sweet. <laughs> But I get that song stuck in my head. Do you? Bookaboo. <laughs> so cute. It's very that's cute. funny. Um, okay. So that's Bookaboo. Make sure to download the episode, watch it, share it, uh, rate it, all those good things. What else do we have here? There's so much. Um, no, it's great. <laughs> there is, I know. <laughs> I guess that is one thing about <laughs> having shows, you know, like <laughs> having a month between shows, there's a lot of news. And it's been particularly busy for Stana News. So, really exciting mm-hmm. time for fans. Very. 
So we have, um, there's a new or kind of an updated Lost in Florence trailer from the U.S. distributor of the film, Orion Pictures. And we have re, re, uh, retweeted that, reposted that. Um, it's a video on Vimeo. And um, it was actually posted, I think, four weeks ago originally, but um, we've been sharing it over the past couple days. Um, so make sure to check that out. And I think we're still looking at a release date in early 2017 for Lost in Florence. Yep. Can't wait to see that That's movie. what it says. Can we yeah. play that clip? Okay, here we go. Let's play that Sure. One. To my favorite cousin, Eric, thank you for being the last one of my cousins to actually come and visit us. And to my future cousin. Gave the NFL a shot and it didn't work out. You have to stop dreaming and move on with real life. All bad things lead to good things, if you say so. The practice in Cacciatoio. It was a very ancient game in Florence. Let me play again. You want to play for Santa Spirito? Great! Maybe that gives us a chance to win. Don't embarrass me. Respect the game. You don't know what you're doing. The authorities have actually shut the game down in the past because it is so violent. Benvenuti in Italia. You and I now we are brothers. Welcome to our family. I love Calcio Storico. And you love Paolo. Italians believe in true love. Just be careful. Italian girls are a little bit more complicated than the American make. Work out the way you expect. Paolo is my teammate. I don't belong to him like a best friend. A dear friend of mine has been keeping secrets from me. That's the one thing I sure Florence is just a small town, and he's gonna find out. <laughs> I really care about her, and I love her. So catch me, I'm falling for you. Go on. Look at you. Always doing what other people tell you to do. You have to do what your heart tells you to do. I want to see it. <laughs> what did you say? I want to see it. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> the one made the long. That was that was so long ago. I mean, it was. Yeah. Yeah. We've been waiting. We've been waiting not so patiently for a long time. <laughs> the tourist becomes lost in one of you. Yeah. <laughs> somebody somebody tweeted that once, and I just started laughing. You know, it's kind of never mind. I'll be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we will um, we will continue waiting for additional release details on uh, Lost in Florence. And uh, continue watching that trailer over and over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty heated in some sections. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so let's see. There is a new poll. Well, kind of somewhat recent poll <laughs> that is uh, was posted by the Hollywood Reporter, and it's the Hollywood's favorite female character poll. And I just. I was wondering if it had expired, but I just accessed it today. Um, so you can still cast your vote um, in that Just poll. And, of course, vote for Kate Beckett. What did you say? 
Vote for Stana. <laughs> yeah. Vote for Stana. Vote for um, Kate Beckett as your favorite female character on TV. It's a huge long list, so just scroll down to K and put in Kate Beckett. <laughs> you know, I, and uh, you know, I was speaking of polls. I was thinking of people's choice. Can you imagine? You know, all of us voted for Stana in the uh, dramatic movie category and movie actress. And can you imagine them looking down? Wow, look, Stana's over here. <laughs> yeah. You know. Their totals. I would. I would love to just know what they were. But anyway, I guess we never will. Yeah. So would I. I mean, those I really huge would. stars are on the list, of course, but uh, it's not as huge mm-hmm. to us. So. Right. That's very true. Um, I'm taking a look here. What should they talk about next? <laughs> I guess we can talk about Stana's upcoming. I kind of wanted to leave um, the rendezvous for last because there's a lot to say. And hopefully, okay. well, I don't, I don't know if we have any callers, but I know, um, well, I know that you have a few things to say about the the screening that you attended. So, so um, pause, we'll press pause on the rendezvous, and I'm going to talk about um, a couple of upcoming projects that Stana is set to appear in. So the first is, let me go over to this other thing. Um, the first is, how are we saying it? Absentia? Absentia? Uh-huh. Um, and absentia. Absentia. So. Or it might be absentia. I don't know. Well, I, I looked it up. You know, there's two different ways you can say it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and maybe it depends on what country you're in. <laughs> Very true. But um, so Stana That's will right. co-star in this series, which has a 10-episode order from Sony Pictures, TV's international network, AXN. Um, the article does say that the show has yet to be shopped to U.S. networks. But um, Patrick Husinger will play the former husband of Cadix, of Sana's character, um, and she plays an FBI agent who suddenly reemerges with no memories after a six-year disappearance during which she was presumed dead. Um, and they should begin filming early next year to premiere sometime in 2017 on AXN's worldwide channels. Um, and what the only, else did the only I want thing to say that's about bad about the... The summary of that is that mm-hmm. I guess her little, little her little boy doesn't remember her. That's just heartbreaking, you know. <laughs> I know yeah. it's going to be sad. Little boy doesn't remember her. That's sad oh. for anybody, but you know. I know, and I I wasn't sure if I should read the other part of the synopsis that goes a little more in detail. Do you think that's spoilery? A synopsis of a show? I don't think so. Wait a minute, Stephanie. What do you think? <laughs> I think so. I think it's been pretty well publicized. Yeah. I think so, too. And if you you don't want to listen in for the next, like, 20 seconds, then (laughs) just plug your ears and go, la, la, la. (laughs) So, um, written and executive produced by Matt Sorolnik, based on a pilot script originally written by Gaia Violo. Absentia centers on an FBI agent to be played by Sonic Haddock. While hunting one of Boston's most notorious serial killers, the agent disappears without a trace and is declared dead. Six years later, she's found in a cabin in the woods, barely alive and with no memory of the years she was missing. Returning home to learn her husband, 
Patrick Husinger, has remarried and her son is being raised by another woman, she soon finds herself implicated in a new series of murders. Uh, Husinger's character is also an FBI agent. Still in love with his first wife, he's torn and doing his duty as an FBI agent. And uh, all ten episodes of the series will be directed by Oded Ruskin. And um, they will begin filming early next year. I already said that. Um, and it says Sony's picture, Sony Pictures Television will handle distribution in the U.S. where the show has yet to be shopped and outside of AXN's channel footprint. So, ah, I can't wait for this. Um, I'm hoping that we will be able to see it here in the States. <laughs> um, but that's super exciting. I... I think we're all really excited to see Stana in yet another upcoming project. And then um, in addition to Absentia, um, Stana will appear in the horror thriller, horror movie um, from Screen Gems entitled Cadaver. And she has been cast opposite Pretty Little Liar star Shay Mitchell um, from Broken Road Productions. And what info do we have on this? Um, Cadaver centers on Megan Reed, played by Mitchell, an ex-cop and recovering alcoholic who takes a graveyard shift at the morgue in the hospital where she got sober and uncovers more than she bargained for. Stana mm. Caddick will play a nurse at the hospital who is sponsor to Mitchell's character and arranged for the new job. So that should be interesting. Um I like how Stana tweeted that. Boo. <laughs> I mean, it kind of like nobody knew. Oh, boo. <laughs> I know. That's so Very cool. cool. I can't wait to see her in these new roles. I had a roommate when I was young that uh, loved horror flicks, and so she would constantly do things like hide in closets, and then her and her boyfriend would watch movies back to back to back, and I couldn't watch them, but I'll sit through this one. <laughs> Yeah, hard. I mean, just I The Shining drove me crazy. That little boy, he didn't run fast enough, in my opinion, in, in The Shining. So, I mean, those kind of movies. Run! Yeah. Anyway. It doesn't look anyway. like you're running for your life. <laughs> Step on yeah, the gas. <laughs> Especially if she, I don't know. Well, it'll be interesting. I can't wait, yeah. but then I can and wait. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy. <laughs> It'll be our annual. Hey, we could all watch it annually on uh, uh, Halloween, probably. We should. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what it when it comes out. We'll have to do yeah. that. I we love can just fast forward to all Astana scenes, and as long as they're not too terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> all the lights are on while we're watching. Them. <laughs> yeah. But that'll be really cool to see her kind of step into a different genre than we're than we have seen her in before. So yeah, very very nice. Cadaver. I mean, even just the title of it is scary. She probably loves stretching her herself with these other characters, you know. Yeah, it has to be exciting. You would think. I did like you reading about. Um, I don't know if you're going to mention this or not. Are you going to mention about Red uh, White Rabbit, Red Rabbit? And how it like? Oh no, I forgot to kind of um, copy and paste that, but I did see that um, they had mentioned that 
um, her Stana's show in particular was extremely popular. <laughs> <laughs> right, Stephanie, go ahead. Say your little thing. <laughs> of course. Well, I mean, I, I enjoyed the article too because I think it really, uh, you know, emphasized how much she stood out. I, I looked at a, the ticket sales for a couple of the other shows and mm-hmm. uh, it sold out like hers did. Um, I liked that quote uh, from the article about, you know, how you, you really see the person on stage, you know, and, and she was one of the ones they mentioned that yeah. in, in all the unique scenes, it really let the actor as a person shine through. And I think that was very much true. Even though they were all doing the same work, they put mm-hmm. a lot of their own personality into it. And, you know, it's it's something that will never happen again, and it was it was a really unique experience. Yeah, yeah that is so awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Steph. Thanks, Steph. It just popped yeah, in my head. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. For some reason, I put something in my mouth. Huh? <laughs> I started eating candy. I have no idea why. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a live show, and I'm eating candy. That's so funny. <laughs> Cheryl, well, um, sorry, what were you saying? But Cheryl can't talk because she's busy eating sticky candy. <laughs> I know. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's not like we're, you know, doing a podcast or anything. <laughs> I have no idea why I did <laughs> It's a word. It's a word. Oh, we're totally going in the bloopers. <laughs> well, there's a lot of those already. I've already been listening to some shows <laughs> this year. Man, we're goofy. Anyway, yes, but we're yeah. loyal fans. We love our Sana. So. Yep. I thought so it was that interesting about... that. Oh, go ahead. That the guy from the guy who uh, was it David Daniel? Yes. Who uh, tweeted from CNN? I thought it was interesting that he said, uh, "I learned two things yesterday, and one of them was that Sonic Attic has a lot of fans on Twitter." Yes. <laughs> we're we're a devoted bunch for sure. Well, I can't remember who what her name was, but another CNN reporter or journalist um, <laughs> tweeted about interviewing Stana and was completely bombarded with tweets after that. And I think she realized the same thing that uh, David did, <laughs> that yeah. we, are, we maybe can be a little bit intense with our, um, <laughs> with our obsession. <laughs> our fan, fanship. <laughs> our fanship, yes. <laughs> we love everything about her, you know, because she's an awesome person. And I think they yeah. kind of take their takeaway is too, you know, they're probably. Can you imagine that guy? He's probably looking down at his phone. What in the world happened? <laughs> <laughs> you look at his other tweets. He had like two or three, and then I know. <laughs> I know. I saw that. Oh, yeah. Poor guy. Poor guy. I kept looking well, for well, it under CNN. Like- huh? Once you mention Stana, everybody's all over it. No, note, yeah. uh, note to any entertainment media. <laughs> mention <laughs> Stana. We'll follow. Yeah. Nope. No uh, clickbait, though, please. There was one the other day. It drives me crazy when people do that. They'll say something yeah. about Stana, and you click on it, and it's something else completely. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I just remember okay. thinking um, when it, I think it was Good Housekeeping when the photo spread was you know, came out and we were all in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Was that that? 
that one yeah i'm pretty sure that's what it was and um yeah i kept thinking yeah if you want to sell magazines just put stana on your cover put a uh an exclusive photo shoot of stana Caddick in your magazine in your publication and exactly. people will be running around the streets frantically looking for <laughs> newsstands <laughs> well there was only a handful well, in that one out. store <laughs> yeah few, sold out few people got bumped into getting to the, <laughs> the poor so little funny. guy working at that little store was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and they were looking at each page going, oh, and each turning the pages. Oh, that's great. Yes. It was, it was fun. And then we all got our own copy, and then we were all really happy. Or <laughs> yep. copies. It's a little yeah, thing. Or, or two or, or three. Or three one, <laughs> one or ten. <laughs> one or ten. That's about right. I may have some left over. One yeah. or ten, yeah. You know, people come to my house, they go, how come you have two copies of that? Well, you always have to have a spare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They just don't understand. <laughs> it's like I have all of my castle seasons, and then I have two of every one, except for, of course, the last one. And I have one. <laughs> <laughs> And it's on a different shelf. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, That's funny. And I have like, anyway, I'll be quiet. <laughs> we used to do giveaways a lot. And we're going to start doing some more giveaways too in the new year. So look for that. I know a lot of, I mean, just think about it. You know, sitting there today, I was kind of reminiscing about the past. And, you know, it's great to have a lot of Stana fans worldwide now. Um, you know, little intricacies that we may or may not know here in the United States. Um, and likewise, that those in other countries, you know, can't interact with other sauna fans in some cases. But now that's so changed where, mm-hmm. you know, we're informing each other just instantaneously over all different forms and languages. So, you know, those that, all that stuff's very cool. It's very cool. Yep, and news and everything spreads like wildfire. <laughs> yeah, so, the, so it's like if we say something on Sonic Talk Radio, it used to be news. Now it's like, oh, that was, that was a week ago. Where have you been? <laughs> Help me know. <laughs> but believe it or not, there are people who listen to STR podcasts through Cinch Network that don't um, aren't on other social media. They listen to podcasts all day long and uh, – so hello to those folks who aren't on Twitter and want to hear Stana news. So hello to you. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, should we talk about the rendezvous? Let's do it. Okay, so the rendezvous has had um, – there have been screenings of the film. So far, there was the world premiere at Mid-Valley Film Festival. and Mill Valley, Mid-Valley. <laughs> Sorry. Where were you at? Yeah. I know. I was at a different. We <laughs> was in Mid Valley. We were in Mill Valley. <laughs> it was wow. an awesome experience. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, we do. Ha- we have like a business here locally that's like Mid Valley, but I think it's. Just, well, I won't. I won't talk about that. But another blooper. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Um, so there was the world premiere. There was also the uh, screening at St. Louis International Film Festival, and that was on 
um, November eleventh. Yep. And then the following um, evening, or the following day, um, there was a screening at the Lone Star Film Festival in Fort Worth, Texas. Yep. And then uh, there's an upcoming screening happening in Havana, Cuba. Um, no. <laughs> um, the second week of December, and I tried to look up the website for the that film festival, and, and it didn't go anywhere. I wasn't able to find it. So, but that has been tweeted by Amin Metalka. So, so that's up and coming. And um, if you aren't doing so already, make sure to follow Amin on social media. Um, he posts regularly on uh, Twitter, on Facebook, um, and. That's where you can find latest updates about um, the rendezvous, various release release dates, um, or screenings, and you can also visit the film's official website at therendezvousfilm.com. And and also, if and you have own, been, what were you saying? They they have their own Facebook too, or is that a means? Yes, the two different. Okay, two different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah, a good okay. call. Um, there's also the film's Facebook page. So make sure to go like the film on Facebook. And if you have been fortunate enough to attend one of the screenings um, that have taken place so far, make sure to uh, go over and rate the film on IMDb. Um, Log in and and give it a high rating. Um, That's just kind of a way we can play our part in making sure the film is able to be seen by a wide audience, um, as wide an audience as possible across the globe. And um, so far, it does sound like Amin and the um, Rendezvous team are in talks about international sales and distribution, in addition to more screenings and releases in the U.S. So um, we can't wait to continue to support this film um, every step of the way. And I don't know if anybody has called in. Let me play this roundtable so they have phone numbers. Some people have never called in before who did attend to uh, play our standard uh, roundtable call-in bite. Join us in the STR roundtable discussion. Call (laughs) us at 347-857-4368. That's 347-857-4368. And press the one key to enter the queue to join us live on the air. Or log into Skype on your PC and click on the Skype icon from the show page at blogtalkradio.com slash Radio. Well, looky there. There's Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Welcome back to Stana Talk Radio. How are you? Howdy, 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 guys. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? Well, I know. Good. I know she was in. Finally got the kids in the Yay. <laughs> So, somebody typing away. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Type faster. Um, So, so without, yeah, without giving anything away, without any major film spoilers, what did you think of The Rendezvous? It was excellent, especially (laughs) when walking into it as blind as I was. Mm -hmm. It was fantastic it wasn't it wasn't too much of a thriller and the, obviously we all know there's not any water guts in there but i mean the most part you know for quick scene of course there's a few little blood and guts but 
you know, overall, there's nothing really gory about it. It's not, you know, I wasn't sure if Sten was going to be in just a scene or two scenes, but to see her basically play the main role in the char- main character and was in practically every scene right. was wonderful. Great. Um, Great. <laughs> Uh, literally going into it blind. I went into it knowing that Sana was in it and that it was mm-hmm. all the rendezvous. Other than that, I had no clue. Oh, what a great <laughs> surprise. So to see it was a nice, was really interesting. Yeah. I was very pleased with it. And, very and you were at the, so you were at the St. Louis International Film Festival screening and you saw Cheryl there? Yes, we sat. And I, I sat next to Cheryl. Oh, nice. Okay, <laughs> did. I didn't even know that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I had Irish on my left. I had uh, Kelly on my right, and then Brenda from Kansas City, and then um, Barb. Barb was oh, there too. Oh, perfect! That is so awesome. And, and I yes, it was the first time. It was the first time that Brenda and I actually were able to meet. In wow! After all this time, too, of, no, of kind of knowing years. each other it through FTR. She took the took six years. She did the Amtrak. She went over there, and and um, <clears throat> that was really cool. ATP. I've done it several. Yeah, I go that way all the time to St. Louis. That's Same so cool. Song. I know it's great, and it's inexpensive. It's only thirty mm-hmm. bucks each way. That's a four-hour ride for thirty bucks. You can't beat yeah. it. Yeah. You know? And then you don't have to worry about staying awake on the road and traffic and all of that. And it goes along the Missouri River, so it's called the Missouri River Runner. And you really are literally next to the river, the almost three, I'd say, over, uh, not quite half, but two-thirds of the way. Mm -hmm. A little little over half, I should say, I guess. Nice. So, back to the movie. Wasn't the theater incredible? When we walked in, it was oh, a beautiful. Oh, God, that was a nice. gorgeous theater. Yeah, I saw those pictures. It was beautifully gorgeous restored. It was, yeah, like 1927, I think, or in the 20s, 1920s. And it had become run, the Tivoli Theater is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, you know, the outside, you wouldn't think that much. You know, you can park on the side or you can park across the street, which we did. But um, when you go in, they had three theaters. It was kind of funny. The theater wasn't that full. And then, like, right before showtime, all these people came from the theater next door. So those film festival folks were going from theater to theater. Oh, wow. Well. Really Minute one was done. Boom, they were in the next theater. It was amazing. <laughs> you know? So that was really cool. So um, about the movie itself. Did anything, let's see, it's hard to ask these questions without spoiling the film, and we don't want to spoil anybody. Um, at the Here in a few minutes, if uh, we don't have another hand, we have a lot of people listening live. They're just not raising their hands. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything you want to encourage people who have not seen the film yet, Kelly, who went into, since you went into it blind, that you'd like to tell those folks who are patiently waiting until next year when the it goes international and DVDs, et cetera. Is there anything you want to tell them uh, to keep them, you know, encouraged? Well, definitely go and see it. That's the, that's the key. Um, mm-hmm. If you go into it as blind as I went into it, go with a friend, um, brush up on some of your, I guess, ugh, like I said, I'd be giving away a spoiler if I did it. Um, <laughs> If I said to brush up on, on 
and something very key to it. Oh, good grief. Um, I know one thing that well, I did ask the um, the music person, the composer, I asked him what his his thoughts about the music on the mm, movie. Yes. And he said he was, even though he, can, he you know, went through the music with, uh, with Amin, he did say that he liked using the music to North by Northwest. So if you mm. if you want to listen to the music, and our, and those of you that like music, if you want to listen to the score, and want to listen to scores that would be maybe similar to the scores in the movie, listen yeah. to music like North by Northwest, and then you can kind of get an idea that way. And the score was so spot on; I was just blown away yes. by how much the music added to the to the film overall. Right, and his right. name is Austin Wintry. Is his name? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Follow him on uh, it, social media as well. It, it totally enhanced. Yes. Uh, watching the movie, it didn't yep. take away from it at all. It totally enhanced it. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Well, hold those other thoughts because here, um, why don't we do this? I'll play two clips that are not spoilery from um, the um, pre and post. Um, screening in St. Louis. Of course, I didn't attend Fort Worth. So if you did attend Fort Worth, um, call us up. We want to hear what your thoughts are for it. But right now, I'll play these two clips. The first one's about Amin himself and how he came to be. Uh, One of the uh, things they do at this festival, which is really kind of nice, they kind of introduce the director before the film, and he Mm -hmm. gets the opportunity to tell a little bit about himself. So here's Amin talking about himself before the movie. In 2003, uh, I, I, okay, I'm originally from Jordan, and I grew up in Ohio, and I, uh, I, I had a telecom career. I, had, I always wanted to make movies when I was a kid, and uh, somehow life's choices led me down to a business career. I went to business school. I kind of like lost track of my dreams of making movies, because uh, I was always making movies with my friends when I was in school and experimenting with my little brother, doing that kind of stuff. And then I just decided, okay, this isn't realistic. And then after five years of working uh, in the telecom field, I, in living in a business suit, I decided, you know what, I want to make, I want to make movies. So I just moved, uh, moved out uh, west from Ohio to California to Los Angeles with my dog. But it was amazing Columbus. But the first stop that I had was through St. Louis, because I drove. And I wanted to drive through St. Louis because of the symbolism of looking through the arch, you know, and just kind of seeing, like, the dream out west, you know. Very, like, naive, like, but that was kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> and so it's very nice here we are now, today, to share this movie with you guys. And um, we have uh, our uh, author of the book that it's based on, and uh, our producer, uh, Trisha sitting right there in the back. And we'll be, both of us will be here uh, to do to Q&A. I think uh, most of you guys probably don't know much about what this movie is, so I don't want to kind of spoil anything or anything. Just uh, come on with us on the adventure, and uh, we, hope, uh, we hope you enjoy the movie. So thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. <laughs> 
Well, that was before the movie, and um, he did have the mic really close to him. So sorry if that one sounds a little muffled. Sorry, folks. Um, but at least you can get the flavor of it. Um, I know if you want to listen back, those of you who listen to our show and archive, if you turn the sound a little bit down, you can hear it even better. And I, we do have the, I do have videos that we can put up on STR or put them up on SoundCloud. I think we're going to do SoundCloud, right? So um, we'll put them up there. Um, and I might yes. add, too, I did get a chance to talk to Amin after um, the film was over and we were out in the lobby. And um, lucky people like Kelly got a nice little poster, her and Brenda. Oh, very nice. And, uh-huh. and uh, are you still there, Kelly? Yes, I can't wait to uh, find a frame for it. <laughs> yeah, that's so yeah, awesome. You have to go to a craft store to get that size because that's actually the movie poster size. So that's really nice. Yeah, I'm trying and, to figure uh, where I should hang it in my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think Trisha I got a Gibbs spot. Off- go ahead. I'm sorry. I think I got a spot over my door that I think I'll hang it. <laughs> cool. Wow. Um, I bet it'll. I have awesome. a home. Yeah, if you had a home office, you could put it in there, or one of your. Uh, prominent place and it's signed you got it signed by both of them or just trisha gibbs i got both of them to sign it oh cool Excellent. go way to go yeah that's awesome. okay the, um i have one more clip that's not spoilery and then from then on they're all spoiler <laughs> alert <laughs> Um, this one's from Trisha Gibbs. She's actually um, talking about how they, you know, the original book, um, this movie was based on a book, but they changed it drastically. And then she goes into detail about that as the, you know, she, of course, is our pseudonym um, writer. So she, <laughs> we learned that in San Francisco <laughs> at that film festival. She kind of told everybody, hey, that's really me. <laughs> um but uh, she was there, and it was really interesting to talk to her as well. So here's what she had to say about, I, I believe, the question after, this is after the movie has aired, and uh, they had a Q&A, which was really nice of them to allow that much time. Uh, of course, they had another movie, so we had to move on. Not as quick as uh, there in San Francisco, or Mill Valley, excuse me. But um, So here's what she said about, uh, someone had asked her the actual question of, um, turning a book into a movie in that process. So here's what she had to say. Oh, sorry. I I played the same one. Sorry, here we go. Here she is. (laughs) Boy, Trisha's voice changed, didn't it? different twist on it, uh, looking at it from the Jewish-Muslim perspective. And uh, so, but structuring it according to like an Indiana Jones type of model. So that would be something that people could learn from, but also enjoy. And then, but I always try to make a great movie. And uh, I happened to meet a screenwriter who said, yeah, I think it would make a great movie. And she knew a producer, Dan Halstead, who was her agent, and he ended up finding a lead, and uh, it's one step after the other, and we just ended up creating this movie. And Amin actually made it into a different type of story for, for the, 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 uh, the medium of, of film, and did just a beautiful job with it. Um, you know, what, what's, what's funny is the first draft that I read, uh, the, the, the draft of the script, the adaptation from the book that I read, it was 
Okay. It was like it starts in San Francisco and then it goes to Cambridge, England, and then it goes to Spain, and then it goes to to uh, uh, Jerusalem, and then it goes to Egypt. No, Egypt. Then it culminates in Jerusalem. And uh, and then I said, uh, so when I read, it, I was like, okay, well, what kind of budget do you have? And then I said, well, we're thinking, you know, a couple million dollars. Like you're gonna make all that for a moment. So we we said, all right, let's let's try to redesign this whole thing. So that we keep the characters and the essence and the love story and all that, but um, set it up mostly in North Star in LA and then shoot most of it in Jordan, but then cast an international cast. So we put in like a, a, a Spanish guy and a French guy, and, and you know they traveled to Dubai and kind of shot all that stuff in Jordan. So uh, so we shot like three days in Jordan and three days in, in LA, and uh, it was really cool to be able to, not really cool, really hot actually, <laughs> but to shoot at Petra where they come uh, in Indiana Jones and the last crusade, that's where they go and find the Holy Grail. Uh, so it was, it was, uh... And then he started talking about spoilers, so if you haven't seen <laughs> the film, this is probably the best time for you to drop off. And um, after you've seen the film, you can listen to this. And plus, we'll, we'll kind of uh, clear it up. If you listen to, I listened to these on my Mac, and it sounded perfectly. But up on Blog Talk, for some reason, they sound kind of, um, they don't sound as good. Um, but they really are. Uh, they're from videos that were taken, that I take. Nice. I took, so. Yeah. Um, Thanks for you'll, recording them. Well, sure. He says some really interesting things. So those of you who do not want to be spoiled, Stop listening. <laughs> go do go Christmas shopping or whatever you want to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, the rest of these clips pies. are all, all yeah, go bake some pies. Um, are all spoilery. So we'll and Kelly, if you stay tuned I'll, after each one, I'll kind of ask you your thoughts on them here. Since okay. you're since Brenda, it doesn't look like Brenda could call in or Barb. Yes, I think I she's I, working. No, oh, okay. Ah, okay. And uh, any of you other folks who were there at Mill Valley, if something pops in your head too, go ahead and raise your hand, and and we'll bring you on too. Like Maria, <laughs> I see you there. I see you, Judy. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> Here is uh, okay. Uh, this clip is Amin talking about logistics about the film and the tone. So let me play this one real quick. Cool. This one. This one's about two minutes long. Here we go. The question, you know, I think this one you can hear the question, but it was about, uh, I'll try to prep each one in case you can't hear the person asking a question. But I think this one was about logistics of making such a big novel into a, you know, film. So it was, it was uh, a challenging movie for the logistics, but also when you, when you make a movie, you try to see, especially something like this, it's very tricky because of the tone. It starts out serious, and then it kind of becomes a little more light, a little more fun. And there was a, all this fine line that we were writing between, okay, is this, like, is this too serious, especially early on in the film? Until they get, like, the desert was totally easy. We knew, like, we can do the fun adventure kind of crazy stuff in the desert. But before that, it was writing that fine line between, you know, the crazy, what's the, the Armageddon, the Apocalypse, and, and the... Uh, <laughs> The tone of her performance and uh, and the the tone of uh, Raza and Sana's performance in the first half because they don't trust each other. Do we want to play it like Terry Grant and, and Audrey Hepburn in, uh, in in their their early movies, or do we want to play it uh, like in Terry? 
or do we want to play it uh, more seriously? So it was all, we did a bunch of things for all those early themes, and we just tried to think, and we said, okay, let's, look, let's, let's do one run and make it noir, you know, just to, so it's fun actually to have some like, behind the scenes thing where we're just like trying to get stylizations on the thing. And we said, okay, now let's do a charade, and we'd like run through the lines really quick. Okay, and then shoot, you know, be in the car. So, um, so tone and logistics, those were the, the big challenges. And then doing, you know, action on very small budget. So just really trying to prioritize the time and the efficiency in shooting car chase and shooting foot chases. But the music really helps kind of make everything feel bigger. Big orchestra, more composer, altimetry. Uh, just like, I said, okay, we're, you know, we're coming back, we've got the movie. And he said, all right, full on symphony orchestra. I'm not just going to have like an orchestra, we're going to have full on symphony score, you know. Yeah, that's when he was talking about um, the composer and all the work that he did. You still there, Kelly? Yep, I'm still here. Did it? <laughs> did it? Anything pop into your head while you were listening to that? Even though it does sound kind of bad on our audio here for some reason on Blog Talk. Well. When he's when the way he was saying the logistics and that kind of thing, I do I do think that it I never realized how difficult it is to go from even from Trisha's point and from a director's standpoint how difficult it is to go from taking a book and turning it into a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just the the stuff that you've got to go through the absolute details. Um, I mean I can't. I mean, just imagine trying to put a, you know, you try and put a birthday party together and you think of all the details and, you know, you forget maybe one little detail and it party's still okay. But if you make a movie and you forget one little detail or Mm -hmm. one thing in the background is out of place, it screws up the whole movie. He did talk about the timeline here. Let me play this clip. He talks about the timeline of the rendezvous because somebody did ask a question again about the, how long did it take? (laughs) <laughs> we shot the movie. It was thirty days of uh, yeah, so six, thirty days in Jordan and three days in LA. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to like look at. How did you do this? Someone asked us from here. Uh, how did how did you go about making a movie? Like, and honestly, I don't know. It's, it's just like it comes together. It feels like a dream. It feels like a. Uh, a strange dream, but you break it down to pieces. The script, you know, we spent we spent two months scouting and finding locations. And- yeah, that was amazing. Thirty days in Jordan and three days in L.A. And I didn't get it on the clip, but he did talk that they did the L.A. part, you know, sometime later, several months later after they did the uh, Jordan filming. So. Um, every time I'm, I would love to have been there for the Q and A down in uh, Fort Worth. So if anybody's listening that went to that, I'd love to hear what you said about that. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one he talks about um, how they scouted the film and some of the funny things that happened there. Here's him <laughs> scouting. Uh, a strange dream, but you break it down to pieces. The script, you know, we spent. We spent two months scouting and finding locations and, and looking for 
you know, with each movie that I do, I try to find uh, things from the, in the scout and the pre pre-production to incorporate into the movie, so that they give the movie that spice or that charm or that pepper. Like, for example, the wedding caravan in the script we originally had me sitting in a fruit truck, but we've seen that in many movies, and while we were driving to go to Petra for one of the scouts, this wedding caravan goes by, with a pickup truck, and they're all stuffed, and they're like hanging out of the thing. Uh, so, uh, so we thought, oh yeah, you know, just gonna make it a little more, make it feel like it's dangerous, but then make it feel a little more. That's funny to me. You know, this truck was just driving by. Yeah. <laughs> that scene in the movie where the guys are like you know, the wedding party. That's just hilarious. That's just funny. And then you know, we do have that clip from that. Um, Irish, let me play that one real fast. This is a reminder of last show we had where, let's see. Here it is. Sorry. I'm fine. Uh, 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 uh. This is from San Francisco. That's fine. I'm going to run through these jokes like we did, you know, something you do every day. And so we're like, uh, son, what are you going to do? We have plans exactly how. So she kind of run. She's like, oh, I got my thing. I got my thing. Like, okay, all right. Okay. So we rehearsed, like, rehearsed the move with a crane. And then we got the goats. These are real goats with a real um, um, shepherd. Yeah, they have side side after. They come in side first. And then yeah, and then we're like, okay, uh, so uh, action. And then Stana runs through the woods and she goes, that was from San Francisco. This back in St. Louis, he did talk about. Uh, I think he was thrilled to death that they were filming in the same location as the film The Martian, and he mentioned this tiny little tidbit here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've done three. This is my third movie in Jordan that I shoot in Jordan. In Oman, we shot in Oman, and then went in on with some sort of raid in the desert, and in Petra, uh, and in like different parts of Jordan along the way. Um, but yeah, we have the Rockland Commission that's been around since 2003, and they really encouraged. Actually, interestingly, uh, when we were prepping, uh, they were shooting The Martian. Uh, Matt Damon, Ridley Scott. So, so, so we're like in the same area, right? Same, we have such a fast, long, big desert, and we're like shooting literally the next one of the Martian. We shot on the same rock. The two of them are sitting on the rock because it's so like beautiful, and you know, we shot it at nighttime in like weather on for weather on. But if you've seen the Martian right before Matt Damon leaves Mars, he sits this kind of saying goodbye to Mars on the rock. That's the same rock. <laughs> 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 oh, but actually, they shot for us, so we saw it. Do you remember? Do you remember your question, Kelly? It was about the uh, tattoo that they had that the the Armageddonites had on their arm, mm. and I was yeah. trying, curious to how, how. I mean, and like I said, it's one of those details that that it didn't look very big, but yet he, the, obviously the tattoo itself was extremely in detail, and yet 
each scene when you saw it, you didn't, you know, type of thing. You didn't realize how detailed the tattoo was until well, that's that's they were describing what, it. What you asked. Here's what you said. <laughs> tattoos that they were talked that they each had on their arm. What was that a symbol of? I couldn't. I, I they they never really said. You guys never really said in the movie what it was. Yeah, the tattoo is like this. Uh, it's it's the thing that connects them. Like when you see it, it's like the Armageddon, the Armageddon. And actually, our production designer took a lot of time. Spent a lot of time designing like all the stuff. But it's it's like it, she did like in circles with the cross and and what it. In essence, what it was is like the origin of time and the end of time. And that was kind of, but it was, you know, that's like all specifics that we'll never kind of go through. But that was the, uh, it was the original clock, the, the oh. long before the actual clock. It was the sundial clock and all kind of things. But she was so excited. She had a mirror that she Spanish, her production is now. She's like, oh, I mean, I did this and I designed this. And it's like, she wrote this and describing it. And I was like so stressed out, like preparing all the time. Awesome. Okay, just do it. Yes, and that's what she sent our makeup um, person to to do the, the the you know all these details. They're such a such a crazy thing because they're like, okay, do you want it this big? Do you want it this small? Do you want this? And they have to all do all that stuff long before they came to Jordan because all right, now we gotta fly tattoos. Okay, now we're gonna make it look real on camera. It's a fake tattoo. That'll just like hurt the movie, you know. So like things details like that. You take for granted when you see the movie, but all this thinking went behind the between the production designer and the designer and the and the uh, makeup artist. Yeah. So it was very interesting That's to learn cool. how they. Yeah. Gosh, there's so many new people here. Hello. Raise your hand. We'd like to hear from you, especially if you went <laughs> to Fort Worth. Um, Raise your so hand. So very, very good. Very good question. Um, Sorry, I'm triple tasking since. Oh, no, you're fine, Cheryl. Yeah, awesome um, question, Kelly. Way thank to go. you. Glad you got very to ask that. I mean, and one thing that I thought was really funny, especially with the, like I said, and this is spoiler alert, but you know, that one scene where you, and, um, when the Armageddonites, when they, they you thought that it, they were gone in the movie, mm-hmm. and then you get to that. You're like, okay, and your movie comes along, and then all these other people kind of, like, come back, and you're like, how the heck did they get back there? Because they didn't, you know. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, I was, when it came to one that one, the one scene, I'm like, no way. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ah. Yeah, it, it was um, one of the other things they said, that somebody asked was, how did you get Stana? They were like, how did you get Stana to come to your independent film? Um, and here's what he said about her? that. I want How did you get her? <laughs> that's how, that's, that's actually how the, and this was actually, I don't know if you can hear these very well, but we'll, we'll actually put them up and you'll hear them much better than here on blog talk. But um, this was an actual critic who asked this question. So oh, keep cool. that in your mind when she's asking this question. Uh, Who's sitting behind us? To, uh, star star but by the way, just a to that, um, um, or follow up on that, please tell your friends if you enjoyed the movie, because it's all about where we're now. So, if you write a review, you're the critic, or you're the critic, I hope you like it. Did you like it? Okay? Okay. Give us a Oh, good, 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 good. We need a review. Uh, <laughs> So please write up your reviews, spread the word, 
because it's, we're up against, you know, Doctor Strange and Big Bush. Um, okay, so, so how do we get started? Um, well, we had a casting director, Lindsay Weissmuller, uh, uh, and she did a breakdown of scripts, and we had a few, you know, few people in mind for different things, for different roles, but long story short, and she said, uh, have you thought about Santa? Now, I've only seen a couple episodes, or actually the pilot in a, some of one episode of Castle. So I wasn't like a huge Castle fan. I've only seen some of so, in a little bit. But I know. She said, okay, you know, meet with Santa. So she, she set up the meeting, and we we went for dinner. And she had read the script and said, uh, okay, let's meet. You know, she didn't say, oh, I'll do it. You know, sounds like very... Um, very uh, diplomatic. She was like, alright, let me hear you out, see what this is all. And uh, we met with her, Dan, myself, and Amanda, and, and Lindsay, and the moment we, we, just, we saw her, like, okay, you're just like, so like, yeah, we want you to do the movie. But now let me try to tell you on why we really want you to do this movie. And I just started telling her my passion for cinema and my passion for. You know, the idea of making a movie that feels like the North by Northwest meets Indiana Jones and all this stuff. And, and we, we went, uh, we left the dinner feeling very good, but it took us a little bit of time. We're like, okay, if, because we don't have a movie until we have our star. And then when she said yes, we were like ecstatic. And then we said, okay, we're going to join. And we started prep. Hey, let me bring Irish in. She just joined us. Hey, hey Irish, welcome back to STR. Hey. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Does this bring back memories for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was wonderful. Well, so what was yeah. um well because you were at both um Mill Valley and St. Louis. So what was were there differences between those two screenings? What was the kind of vibe like at <laughs> at at uh those film festivals? Um, well, I guess in St. Louis, like, like Cheryl said, uh, we were kind of a little bit nervous, right? Because, um, it was like 15 minutes before the show. There was not a lot of people there. <laughs> and it was like maybe 10 of us. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so it was, <laughs> yeah, and even the outside didn't have a lot of people hanging out. So, I mean, it was not, it, it, I guess it was a smaller scale than, than, than Mill Valley was. Mm-hmm. But it was yeah, it was a very nice theater. That's cool. They have like a lot of memorabilia on the outside, like old movies and stuff. They kind of have this like old, old uh, theater vibe. Gone with it. the wind. Yeah, gone with the oh, wind. Yeah, kind the, of a feel. The, it was weird yeah, the though. Old movie when, posters I thought were amazing. Yep. Very. Well, it was really odd. We turned around and there's all these people in the theater. And it's like, where did they come from? And then it dawned on me, oh, they came from next door. The other There's three theaters, two smaller ones in the same building. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh, duh. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was like nobody and then boom, there's all these people. <laughs> well, keep going. What else did you think about um, now that we've played some spoilers? I have one more to go. And let me do this one real quick and then we'll talk about it afterwards. This is the last one I have. And this was actually Trisha talking. Someone asked about distribution. Here's what she said. Okay. So this is for everybody very interested, and this will help with our um, promotions as fans of Stana. Here you go. 
mostly overseas at this point, as far as I know, um, France, Germany, Spain, uh, Malaysia, and uh, a couple of other places, but we're still working on the USA. And so always nowadays, see, I'm actually a doctor. I don't, I don't do movies, <laughs> really, but, um, but uh, everything apparently has changed a lot now. It's on demand and uh, you know, DVDs and, and releasing things and, and whether or not you're in the theater. So really for us, I think, uh, you know, we have sort of a complex plan of, of release. Uh, but it's all going to happen in February, the end of February. So February is the big month. Yay. <laughs> and um, after the uh, movie, we were out in the lobby and uh, several, there was, I think she probably had like six posters. So six fans, I think it was, um, got some of those, Kelly and Brenda and um, someone from, oh, where was she from? She went, she was came Was it Fort Lauderdale or Philadelphia? No. I don't, re- don't remember. Um, but she was going to go. There was. One lady's from yeah, Cuba herself. That That's she... when she found. Yeah. Oh, Go ahead. Awesome. I noticed. I remember there was a group of two, two or three of them. One was from Fort Lauderdale. One was, I want to say, it was from Philadelphia, and they were there hmm. together. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, well, we, um, <laughs> Irish and I went down the street and went to Fritz's, which is a really cool place to eat before we came and. Um, while we were sitting there waiting, I really think the two ladies that were sitting across from us were going to the movie as well. And I did mm-hmm. see one of them when I went to the restroom at the, uh, so I think there was more Stana fans that they just didn't identify themselves. And then there was a couple of people, they tweeted at Stana Talk Radio and said, I'm here, I'm here. Um, I think one guy from uh, Chicago came down with his girlfriend and th- drove down. And then I don't know if he drove. I don't know. He just said we we're coming down. And then uh, a husband and wife. And she got one of the posters, too. So kudos to them. Cool. Um, but <clears throat> we um, it was very relaxed. I really kind of liked it. as a, in Mill Valley, of course, with the stars there, it was just fantastic as a fan. It was awesome and wonderful and all those things you want it to be. Um, it was just a, as far as vibe, in it was it was it was nice because you could watch the film and then you could ask questions afterwards. So out in the lobby after the film, um, and a few folks got their posters signed. Uh, I mean, took photos with folks and things like that. But then I got a chance to talk to him and ask him some questions. And yes, he will be coming to STR hopefully right before the release of the DVDs. Um, and he kind of shared some fun stuff that's going to be on the DVDs. One of them is oh, cool. Uh, a little uh, tidbit is that um, there was a scene that was filmed at the airport. Um, they had to cut from the film that has a key person in Stana's life in the film. Um, mm. And that hopefully will make it on the DVD. They had to cut it because it kind of gave a spoiler about the end of the film, so they had to remove it from the film, only because mm-hmm. in the background you can see the villain. Um, anyway, um, so that's kind of, that was kind of fun to hear all these cool things. He is such a nice, nice man, genuinely kind and um, willing to answer any questions anybody had pretty much. I don't know yeah. anybody who asked questions. He wasn't answering it, so... 
I was oh, really, um, I was pleasantly surprised by just how kind and and gracious everybody, you know, cast and crew alike were at um, Mill Valley. I um, that was just something else. <laughs> you know, there was no kind of like diva <laughs> attitudes from anybody. Everyone was just like so happy to be there at the premiere of the film and and um, you know, truly, just I don't know. I just. It was so nice meeting all the people that we had the opportunity to meet in uh, San Francisco and or in the area. And um, yes, first yeah. time I met Irish. <laughs> Hello, Irish. Yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> went to. Uh, then I picked her up from. Um, um, where'd you go? She went to the. This <laughs> the is, this is Irish. Artist. Yeah, she flew into uh, from Wichita to St. Louis. Then she. ATP'd over, took the tram, the train, and then uh, a bus to Botanical Garden. So tell us about that. That was great. Beautiful place. Yeah, yeah. I I looked it up, and it was just like um, from the airport, and then um, a a small walk walk from the train station, and there's a bus station. So it was was about a a 50-minute ride, and the botanical garden was really pretty. It's a lot of fall foliage there. Nice. So I, yeah. <laughs> well, I was waiting for time, so it was nice. I'd have to say, sitting there thinking about this film, I'm just seeing it the second time. I think was even better as far as the film goes than the first time. Because the first time I would think I was just so excited about seeing it, I missed a lot of things, you know, little mm-hmm. details. Of course, I didn't miss. Uh, Amin's father, but I didn't see every one of the ones of Claire, his wife, that he dedicates the film to. Um, um, I did see her on the on the billboard, but and of course we learned that that's actually his wife's voice on the radio yes. talking to um, Donna in the car while she's eating ice cream while she's driving, <laughs> or gelato <laughs> or whatever she's eating. Um, and then hey, I have a question. Other... Oh, sure. Um, the exterior shot at the end, did you recognize that as being the same as the, um, as being the, like the Natural History History Museum in L.A.? Because um, I, I, I thought it was the same as the Jeffersonian, you know, on Bones. They used it that. It looked like uh, it to me. It's by the um, Rose Gardens at the Natural Somebody History Museum. Somebody tweeted about that. Somebody tweeted oh, about really? where exactly it was. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I thought it. I recognized it, but of course, I only saw the film once, so I couldn't, um, you know, compare. But anyway, Isn't it the, the, go ahead. What was that? Ahead, I think Stephanie. it's the tarp. It looks so like the Oh, I really? I think that's what somebody said, which is has that same kind of slopey hill that they kind of walk down I, I someone did tweet the answer because they were just there like the day before and it was the oh, same because okay. I thought theme. there was like an exterior shot of like the building but then but then they filmed I think at the at the tarpets like you were saying um was that Stephanie I think it was Stephanie yeah I think yeah. that path they walked down is in front of the tarpits okay because you can kind of see the fences in the background and mm-hmm. I, that seems to me that's what somebody tweeted was that it was the okay. tarpet because they had just been there the day before or something. I'll have to, I, we'd have to look that up. But good question. Stephanie, anything you want to ask about um, the St. Louis 
because uh, the people that are on here right now only went to St. Louis. We don't have anybody on here from – there was a, somebody on uh, Twitter who was saying, what do you want to know? With, and I said, well, please don't spoil anybody out here. Oh. <laughs> um, at least on our blog talk, they can listen along and then say, oh, spoilers, I can hang up, you know, or, or stop listening kind of thing. On Twitter, it's like once it's out there, it's out there. So we try not to spoil people over there. Anything you want to ask, Steph? Um, no, no, I don't – you know, I think until everybody gets to see it, it's going to be hard to tell too many details. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I'm jealous you guys got to see it twice because, like you said, you always feel like you missed something or, oh, I want to see that again. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> there's so many little details. I think seeing it again um, gives you that, that perspective. We'll see that one scene that we all remember definitively. <laughs> it made me start laughing. <laughs> Which one? Scene at the end. <laughs> Evil dies, you know. But anyway, um, oh I yes, laugh. yes, yes. <laughs> yep. Because I knew it was coming, and I know Irish did because she kind of chuckled too. You were chuckling too, Irish, there at the end. Let's mm-hmm. um, <laughs> But, you know, I was actually more intrigued because since we were, I was closer to the screen in Mill Valley, we were like four, three or four rows from the back of the theater up, way up there, um, versus at this theater, I think we were like the fifth row. Granted, it was the the old-time theater. It it reminded me definitively, Mia, of when we went to um, Sundance Film Festival to see Big Sur, and Mm -hmm. that kind of... Um, that last theater we went to in where? What city was it? Um, in Ogden. Or no, Ogden, a, yeah. yeah, it was in Ogden. I think it was a theater in Ogden. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, uh, where they had it this, was like, beautifully restored and. Yeah, yeah this, this didn't theater. have an organ coming up from the stage. That one in Utah had uh, an organ. The guy playing the organ. <laughs> that was coming. really cool. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Um, this did not have that, but it had that same kind of feel to it. But we were very close. But the seats were so low to the ground, I'd forgotten that the old <laughs> seats, you know, you're kind of, you know, and thankfully – uh, they kind of staggered the seats, so some if there was a large person in front of you, you would not have been able to see very well. But um, uh. I was a lot closer, so I saw more details, like especially um, in um, the desert scenes were even more. I know, Irish, you were close um, in San Francisco, and so you got to see it again really up close, but twice. But um, that was very interesting. Kit, like where she's running, you know. I know you guys have seen the trailer. Those of you mm-hmm. who haven't seen the film but are still listening for spoilers, but um, kind of in those running, like caverns. Amazing looking. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, I can't wait to be able to watch it over and over. I know I probably have a, a ways to go before we'll be able to do that, but I, I want to see all of Stana's scenes <laughs> over and over again. I will say, which is like the whole movie. In, in St. Louis laughed at the right times that, you know, like the same oh, thing. Some of us had seen the, um, you know, these are people who'd never seen it before. A lot of people um, aren't as loyal fans as we are. What? They laugh appropriately. <laughs> and then, oh, this is the funny part. We did, I did tell our, we, we as a group told Amin afterwards, there was a woman behind me, her and her husband were so upset at the end of the film, <laughs> discovering certain things, you know, from the plot. And they're like, no. Oh. 
I actually spoke out while watching it. We're like, wow, they were really into the season. Um, but I hope it goes far, and they really want us to uh, spread the word. So any encouragement you can give to fellow Stana fans to hang in there or Raza Jaffrey fans, uh, please yeah. do. Um, it, it's well worth the wait, guys, and I hope everybody gets to see it. It is going to other countries, like he just said, um, mm-hmm. next year. So um, go see it if, you, if it's near you or not so near you. People came from, what did you say, Philadelphia, Kelly? And where? Yeah, I think somebody said Philadelphia and Fort Lauderdale. Cool. Incredible. <laughs> well, that's half the country versus San Francisco. So, um, right, San Francisco. Oh, so. and Cuba <laughs> coming up here. <laughs> and, and honestly, I think it was amazing. I know that the person that at at the film festival said that he that this movie was the last film that was submitted for this film festival, mm. and he ended up choosing it. Because it was, I because he liked it enough to show yeah. it at the film festival, and to be honest, to be you know being here in St. Louis and like Cheryl and you guys in Kansas City, we're kind of like a flyover state. So to yeah. be to have this kind of film festival and have this type of film in St. Louis, I thought it was absolutely amazing. I was so enthusiastic about it. And like I said, going into a blind was awesome, but to be able to see it where we saw it at, I think it was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. I'm so glad that you got to go, Kelly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely worth it. Yeah. Well, well, let's, um, since it's going on 930, let's kind of, um, any last thoughts anybody wants to throw out? Irish, Stephanie? Kelly, anybody want to add anything else that we I maybe overlooked from St. Louis or San Francisco? I can't think okay. of anything. No, I can't. No, I, I can't, can't think like of anything. What, what what Amin said about um, them cutting, uh, like changing a lot in the book, but like still kind of, I guess. Um, um, honoring what the book was because he said that in the book they went to like s- several different cities like they went to like I think uh, France and all these other cities but instead mm. because they, they couldn't travel of course to all these different cities with the, their budget so they he said they instead casted people that were French that were Spanish or you know so mm-hmm. that they could still kind of show that 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 aspect in the book Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the inter- yeah. the international flavor. Yeah, he said talked about that. Um, <clears throat> again, yeah, very I'm sorry, multicultural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just fun to. I mean, I could sit. He was very interesting. You know, he's an interesting man. First of all, um, and then to talk about how he just you know went and made this movie, and he <laughs> just. Interesting. Love, love, uh, love it when somebody is just so passionate about their craft, and he truly Absolutely. is. So, yeah. so if you yeah. if you see him at one of the other festivals, he said I think they're going to do six more or a couple more. Um, go, go talk to him. He's a really nice guy. So. Yeah. Any anyone else? It was a too fast of a weekend. Let me tell you. Mhm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ours was too in Mill Valley for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry we missed you Brenda and those um let's see who was it down in T- 
Texas. She just um it's or Twitter is Kate Beckett. Okay. Kate Beckett wants <laughs> Kate Beckett in, <laughs> in Texas. It's it her Twitter is O T H, the other Kate Beckett. Uh, ah. She says, I can't call in tonight, but I got to see it in Fort Worth on my birthday. Well, congratulations. Ooh, happy birthday. Awesome. What a I'd treat. say happy birthday, but I'd be saying happy birthday to Kate Beckett. So um, anyway. <laughs> I, I, I think I've, I've seen people say that uh, in Fort Worth, I think they let people, like, I think they were over capacity because they said some people were sitting on the stairs and some oh. people were standing up. So I think they accommodated everybody who wanted to see it. Oh wow! Even, yeah, yeah, because they had I, limited they tickets was, there. Yeah, yeah they only had really Yeah, yeah, they. But the people who were sitting in those recliners, those looked pretty comfy. Comfy. <laughs> <laughs> people were sitting on the floor across the front too, so they mm-hmm. they packed them in, and that's really kind of them to let the people who really wanted to see this film, who probably drove a long way to get to mm-hmm. Fort Worth. Yeah. Um, or flew in, you know, Dallas Fort was pretty expensive. Well, thank you everyone who called in and um, took the time to share with everybody who's still patiently waiting to see this film. Um, yeah. We'll try to get videos and audios up. Um, the video, it's easier to, to see what somebody's saying. It's kind of hard with the acoustics, and I don't know what happened, so sorry about that. Um, but it, it's very interesting to hear how this this film came together, and I hope that uh, you all get to see it very soon. So, And we'll be back uh, next month. We hope everyone has a wonderful Thanksgiving who's celebrating it. Um, and Elena, big shout out to you. Hope um, all's well with you and your little baby boy. And I guess we'll see you next time. Anything you want to add, Mia? Um, I just want to say I think November tends to be a month where a lot of us, um, at least in the States, are um, you know thinking about what we're grateful for, what we're thankful for. And um, I think I, I put this out on our Facebook, but we're, you know, forever grateful to our our listeners our supporters our friends um our uh you know people who've been supporting uh the podcast for for many many years cheryl we were talking before um before the show started tonight that what is it april will will mark seven years of of uh str so that's a lot of um you know people listening and participating and and cheering us on and and calling in so thank thank you to all of you out there listening and um and yeah happy thanksgiving if you're celebrating yep. and um yeah safe travels and and uh yeah all of that <laughs> <laughs> all right well um everyone take care and we'll talk to you next time good night have a great night Thank you for listening to Stana Talk Radio. If you like what you heard, you can subscribe to our show and iTunes podcast so you'll never miss an episode. You can also access our show archives and additional information about STR at www.stanatalkradio.com.